0: film fair ke manch par honge Ranbir Kapoor, Kareena Kapoor Khan, Karthi Karayan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, and Sara Ali Khan ke electrifying performances. So, ho jaiye for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat's Tourism on Sunday 18th February 9pm. Only on ZT.
1: It's new. It's amazing. It's prell P-R-E-L-L. Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the Handy Tube. Prowl brings you The Life of Riley. Prowl, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Riley. In our studies of the life and times of Chester A. Riley, we have seen our hero as worker, philosopher, and child psychologist. This evening, our curtain rises to reveal Riley, the socially conscious citizen, expressing his profound views on the subject of neighborhood
2: betterment. That's a lot of bunk neighborhood betterment. Do I have to go to the meeting tonight, Peg?
3: Well, you promised Dr. Martin and it's about time you took an interest in some community activity. Oh,
2: it's a waste of time. Do I have to go, Peg? Do I?
3: Oh, I don't understand you. Don't you want to improve this
2: neighborhood? No.
3: (laughs) How can you say that?
2: Oh, I'm no fool. I can just see myself working like a dog improving the neighborhood and it gets better and better and better. First thing you know, I ain't good enough to live in it and they kick me out. (laughs) ain't going to trap me. <laughs> oh, that's nonsense. Yeah, look what happened to us when we lived in North Hollywood. I slaved away on that community entertainment committee. A fat lot of thanks I ever got.
3: Well, what did you expect? They asked you to get some entertainment for the old men's home. And who do you bring there? Bubbles Latour and her burlesque bombshells.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the old guys loved it. <laughs> Was a tonic for him. When Bubbles stepped out on that stage, all those old men jumped up and threw their canes away.
3: <laughs> yes, and then they all fell down.
2: <laughs> well, why drag in North Hollywood? I'm talking about this neighborhood.
3: Well, so am I. And the least you can do is try to better it for your children's sake. Don't
2: you worry about my children. Don't worry about your own children. <laughs> I, I mean, our kids are okay. They don't need improving.
3: Now, listen, Riley. You promised Dr. Martin hey, that you'd. Sh-
2: that's so loud, you wake Junior. The little darling is...
3: Junior's still out.
2: Out? Why, the little hopo?
4: <laughs> I told
2: him to be in bed at half past eight. He's got an exam tomorrow. No kid of mine is going to roam the streets till all hours of the... Hi, I made it. It's only 8.30. It's 8.32. You're late. Well, gee, I'm only two minutes late, Pop. Oh, sure. Tonight it's two minutes. Next time it's two hours. Pretty soon you're staying out all night. You'll wind up a bum.
4: Oh, Well,
2: well, don't laugh. If there's one thing I know, it's how you wind up as a bum. (laughs) Where were you? Well, I was just loafing on the corner with the fellas. What fellas? Well, the gang. The gang? You hear that, Peg? Our own son, a gangster.
3: (laughs) He is not. Now this
2: neighborhood is making a juvenile delinquent out of your own son, and all you can say is calm down.
3: Well, don't stand here yelling about it. If you want to improve the neighborhood, go to the meeting and do some yelling there. I will,
2: and don't you try to stop me. My head's made up.
4: <laughs>
5: and now, if there is no further business before the Neighborhood Betterment League, the chair will entertain a moment. Mr. To Chairman,
2: to... Uh, Dr. Martin,
5: uh, the chair recognizes Mr. Riley. Thank you. I
2: recognize the chair. <laughs> I got something to say. Do the members of this organization realize that this neighborhood ain't fit to bring kids up in? Do you realize our kids are going around in gangs like gangsters? All day they're loafing on corners like loafers. Every night they're roaming the streets like Romans.
4: (laughs) Mr. Wright. This
2: neighborhood is making juvenile delinquents out of our kids. And it's time we did something about it. We've got to get the kids Off the streets.
5: Uh, Mr. Riley, your concern is very natural, but our Committee on Juvenile Activities has found, I am happy to report, that our particular community is absolutely free of delinquency. The
2: committee is cockeyed. (laughs) I tell you, the kids around here... Uh,
5: Mr. Riley, this committee consisted of some of our leading citizens. Uh, Their report found no evidence of any juvenile delinquency.
2: Well, they must have been bought off. Those kids are loaded with dough. No, Frank, You can't shut me up. I can talk. I ain't home, you know.
4: And I tell you, I'm
2: positive that there's plenty
4: of... Uh, juvenile... Mr.
5: Riley, it, it's getting late. Uh, would you like to head a committee and bring in a report uh, for
2: our next meeting? I accept the honor. Who'd, uh, who'd like to be on my committee? Just raise your hand... Nobody want to be on my committee? I'll take anybody. (laughs) Okay, if that's your attitude, I'll be a committee of one. And I'll bring in a report and it'll be unanimous. You'll see, Peg, I'm going to watch that boy of ours, every suspicious move he makes.
3: Oh, Riley, will you settle down? Our son is not a juvenile delinquent.
2: Well, he will be when I get through with him.
3: <laughs> I mean,
2: Peg, you're too easy going. you
3: Junior's a good boy, and his friends are good boys.
2: Oh, you talk just like those guys at the meeting. Well,
3: they're right. After all, the people on the committee were experts, and their report That's right. That... Take
2: their side against mine. They're experts. I'm just a nobody. I didn't
3: say I'm that. uneducated. No, I didn't say that. I'm
2: just a big dope. ha! Uh-huh, got you there.
4: <laughs>
3: oh. Let's drop the whole
2: subject. Yeah, I'm going to have my own investigation. I'm going to find out what Junior does with every single minute of his time. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Well, I bet you can't tell me where he is this minute. Go on, smarty pants. Where is he? Tell me. Where is he? Where is he? Good, Tell me.
3: There he is, across the street, sitting on Herbie Wenger's front porch.
2: Some kid. He's only happy when he double-crosses his father.
3: Now, dear, why don't you admit you're all wrong about this? Well... Oh, come on, Riley.
2: Well, yeah, I I guess I am acting kind of silly, Dumplin. Here I've been trying to make out juniors hanging out with hoodlums and all the time he's sitting across from our house playing with his little friends. Look at those sweet kids. After all, what's the harm in a bunch of kids playing cards? Why... Cards! (laughs) They're playing cards. Our junior is gambling.
3: Oh, no. Riley, where are you going? You
2: go on home, Peg. I'll handle this alone. I'll show that committee of experts. Will their faces be red when I prove that my own son is a juvenile delinquent? (laughs) Okay, now. Abracadabra,
3: mula, uka, duka, and here's the cards you picked. The ten of diamonds Gee, well, that's a swell trick How'd you do it, Junior? Oh, anybody can do it It's a marked deck You get them in the magic store Twenty cents
4: Oh, <laughs> well, what did you tell him for,
3: Egbert?
2: You're always blabbing
3: Oh, well, no wonder you could do all those card tricks Hey, look, there's your father, Junior Oh, hi there, Pop I would just show you Give the me gang- them cards Huh?
2: Gambling in the streets. Oh, no,
4: no, no, a no. I got
2: eyes. I seen you.
4: Well, I was
2: just doing a few tricks. A uh, likely story. I'm surprised at you, Junior. When a rally gets caught doing something crooked, he admits it because he's honest. But <laughs> Pop. Now look, fellas. Don't you know that gambling is only for suckers? It never pays. It can't pay. Well, we were just having some fun. Oh, sure. That's how every gambler starts for fun. Then he starts doing it for money. He loses a little so he gambles more to win it back. He loses more. Soon it's in his blood. He can't stop. His wife and children are starving at home, but he don't care. He keeps on gambling. I'm appealing to you. Give up this gambling, boys. Go home to your wife and children.
3: (laughs) But, Mr. Riley, I haven't any children.
2: (laughs) We're talking about gambling. Pop, we weren't gambling. Oh, stubborn, huh? You won't listen to reason. Okay, I'll prove it to you.
6: Oh, what are you doing, Mr. Riley? Oh,
2: don't be so innocent. You know what I'm doing. I'm dealing poker. Now get your money out.
6: Well, I haven't got any
5: money.
2: So I'll lend you money. Here.
5: I don't know how to play poker. I'll teach
2: you. I'll prove to you kids you can't win when you're up against a smart operator. Uh, I'll open the pot for a dime. Now, come on. Come on, play. Uh, you stay in Junior? Well... Well, okay. I'll well, put in a dime. Okay. Uh, I'm in, too. He's my game. Oh, good. Now, uh, how many cards do you want, Junior? Uh, four. Mm-hmm.
3: Hey, this is fun. Yeah,
2: it won't be fun when you lose. I've seen homes wrecked by gambling. I'll take two, please. Two, Three. Three, okay. Ah, I'll stand pat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you kids are suckers. I bet a quarter. You better drop out. I'll or... raise your quarter, Pop, if you'll lend me a quarter. Well, sure, here. Yeah. <laughs> Falling right into my trap. Well, I'll see you at the quarter, Junior. I won't raise you even though I got a pair of jacks. I bluffed you. It's a shame to take your dollar... Well, I'll take and... your hand uh, off uh... that
3: money. I got four aces.
2: It's, uh, fun. <laughs> Come on, fellas. I'll treat you all to sodas. Wait a minute. You can't quit when I'm losing.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: One more deal. I don't want to play anymore. Sit down, Junior. Pick up your cards. Hey, hey Pop. Look, there's a. I mixed them up good this time. And...
4: Mister Riley, it's the cops. Well,
2: tell them to beat it. We don't want no kibbutzes. The cops. at the
4: cops. it the cops.
3: You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Riley. What'll people say? Just listen to this part. When booked at Central Police Station... Put
2: the paper down, Peg. I don't want to hear no more about it.
3: Riley defended himself as a civic reformer and asserted the reason he was playing poker with three children was his passion for stamping out juvenile delinquency.
2: I ain't listening.
3: However, the marked cards found in his possession led the police to suspect he was fleecing the three boys.
2: (laughs) I wasn't fleecing them. They was fleecing me. <laughs> I'll sue those cops. Third degree, that's what it was. And your son over there. Fine, loyal type he turned out to be. He answered everything the police asked
4: him. Oh, gee, they, they
2: kept asking questions. So let him ask. It's time you learned that we've got a code in the underworld. No squealing. <laughs>
3: Stop blaming, Junior. If you'd left those boys alone, oh, gee, I we I
2: told you we weren't gambling. We were just I don't want to hear them. no more of your alibis, Junior. This is what comes from letting kids roam the streets in the dead of night.
3: Oh, it was only 8 o'clock. Now stop all this. Stop.
2: I ain't even started. I'm going to get those kids off the street at night. You'll see.
3: Riley, you've got to stop interfering. Now, this is none of your business.
2: It is so. You're forgetting that I happen to be the official committee on juvenile delinquency in this neighborhood... And I'm cleaning those kids off the street if I have to become a street cleaner.
3: <laughs> and just how do you propose to do it? Have a curfew? A what? A curfew. That's what they used in the old days to get people off the streets.
2: Oh. Oh, the old days, huh? Well, that's it. If a curfew can get those kids off the streets, I'm going right down to Stefanati's Antique Shop. Hmm? What for? I'm going to get the best second-hand curfew that money can buy. <laughs>
1: We'll hear the second act of The Life of Riley in a moment.
3: Well, Ken, everyone's spreading the good news about Prell. Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube.
1: Yes, Prell's making shampoo news in two ways.
3: First, Prell uncovers a natural radiance in your hair no soap shampoo can match. Because Prell can't leave a dulling soap film.
1: Second, Prell removes embarrassing dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. In case after case, even stubborn dandruff was controlled by only two Prel shampoos a week.
3: And Prel goes farther than any other known shampoo, cream, or liquid, because it's concentrated for economy. You use less, get more lather. One trial will prove it.
1: So for hair radiantly lovely, free of unsightly dandruff, ask for...
4: P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo, Radiant, gleaming bright Not a bit of dandruff is in sight Comes in a tube, handy too P R V L L Prowl Shampoo By (laughs)
1: Prowl And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as
2: Riley Oh, Riley, you can't be serious about this No, I certainly am What do you think I bought this curfew for? Listen, it works great That's a real good curfew. It's a cowbell. It is not a cowbell. Anyway, it'll do the trick. I'm going to march through the neighborhood every night at 9 o'clock. I read in the library how the town crier did that in the olden days. Well, I never heard of such a thing. Night after night, the kids are going to hear this bell, and they'll follow me home. Like in that fairy tale, I'll be the Pie-Eyed Piper.
4: (laughs) let you do it, do you hear? I
2: know my duty. Now, it's no use arguing. Lots of times before you said you wouldn't let me do things. and what happened?
3: You didn't do them.
2: <laughs> well, you, you used to trick me. You'd kiss me and I'd weaken and then you'd kiss me again and I'd forget all about it. Now, when you kiss me, well, I'm a little older. It's no novelty. <laughs> well,
4: now, Now, it's no the... use
2: getting excited, Peg. I'm ringing that curfew tonight. You're not.
3: I don't want people to find out I'm married to a, a lunatic.
2: Stop worrying if they haven't found it out by now, they never will.
4: <laughs> hey,
2: you're mixing me all up. Now, excuse me, I'm going to take a little nap. I've got a hard night's work ahead of but, me. Riley... Wake me up at 9 o'clock sharp.
3: Riley, hey, I... I'm
2: trying to take a nap.
3: Oh, all right. Are you going out, Mom? Oh, yes, dear.
2: I promised to go over to Mrs. Anderson's
3: tonight. Listen, Junior. What's up,
4: Mom? Shh.
3: I don't want your father to hear it. Now, he's taking a nap in there, and he expects me to wake him at nine so he can ring that silly curfew. Oh,
4: brother.
3: Now, let him sleep. Once he dozes off, he's liable to sleep right through the night in that chair. So don't make any noise. Oh, don't worry, Mom. You leave it to me. Curfew shall not ring tonight. (sighs) Is that you, Mom? What are you doing out of bed? It's after midnight. I woke up. I thought there was an earthquake. An earthquake? Yeah, but it was only Pop snoring. Listen. Oh. Said he didn't wake up, huh? No. Good. Well, tomorrow I'll talk him out of this curfew business. (laughs)
4: Look at him.
3: Sitting there with that silly bell in his hand. (laughs) better get into the bed.
4: Riley. Well, Riley, well, wake
2: up. Well, what's, what's the matter? What, what time is it?
3: Well, it's late, dear. It's time you were... Curfew.
2: Well, thanks for waking me. Where's my belt? But, oh.
4: Riley, wait a minute. I it's can't a... stop now. I'll see you later. Come back here. Curfew. 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 Nine o'clock. Oh, it's you hurt you. Hey! hey, what's going on down there? You hurt What? You. Ah! Hey, tight down, cut out that noise.
3: that's what it is. Absolutely disgraceful.
2: Okay, put down that paper. I don't want to hear any more about it.
3: Look at that headline. Paul Revere Riley rides again.
4: <laughs> without a horse.
2: Arresting innocent citizens. I'm through paying taxes. I...
3: And just listen to this. We had to release him, asserted police chief Lou Schneider. We wouldn't have enough jails if we had to lock up every crackpot.
4: <laughs>
2: crackpot, huh? I'm suing them for libel. They got no proof.
3: Believe me, dear, they've got all the proof they need. Oh,
2: so you're against me too?
3: Oh, no, I, I'm not. But after all, you'd think
2: a guy's own wife would stick by him, after the kind of a husband I've been, too. Well, I'm through.
3: Well, Riley, well, wait! Where are you going? I'm leaving.
2: And I ain't never coming back Never Goodbye What time is supper, Peg? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a mess I try to straighten people out and everybody laughs
7: Nobody laughs when I do it Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly (laughs) Undertaker. Greetings, Riley. Greetings, you're looking for... Going my way.
2: Oh, Digger, I got in an awful mess. You were... You heard about me and my bell.
7: Yes, I heard about it. Of course, the papers must have exaggerated. No, no,
2: I woke up the whole neighborhood.
7: That's not true. Nobody stirred down at my place. (laughs)
2: I didn't mean any harm. I just wanted to clean up this juvenile delinquency around here.
7: Well, I'm an old hand at this civic reform. Years ago, the small town I lived in was overrun with horrible vice. It was wide open. Well, what happened? I ran for mayor on the reform ticket. My campaign slogan was, Elect Digby O'Dell. He'll put the lid on. (laughs) Uh, did you win? No. Try as I might, I couldn't dig up enough voters. What a landslide. Riley, you're not the type to meddle in these matters. Your approach was too drastic.
2: I know what I'm doing.
7: Ah, foolish you. As usual, rushing heedlessly, pell-mell, toward disaster. You remind me of a daredevil pilot friend of mine, John Brown, whose epitaph now reads, Here lies John Brown, who flew his plane a bare six feet above the terrain. But alas and alack for reckless John Brown, he was six feet up, now he's six feet down. Well, I did the best I knew how everybody
2: sore at me. I tried to explain, but I can't open their eyes.
7: Who can? <laughs> Sometimes a gentle approach is more effective. Now take my advice, Riley. Go to the boys. Win their confidence. Become their friend. That's the way to reform them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's the best way. I'll be their pal. Oh, Diggy, you made me feel 100% better. From now on, whenever I need a lift, you're going to be the first person I go to.
7: Strange. I'm usually the last person people go to. (laughs) Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off.
4: The
2: boys,
4: Joe, make them doubles this year. really, oh, Thanks, Pop. Mr. Riley.
2: it sure you to treat us like this. You're okay. You know, all the guys in the neighborhood are here. Pop. Oh, it's nothing, boys. Forget it. But, uh, but as long as we're all here, I- I'd like to tell you a little story. A story about what the streets can do to a boy. A boy who almost went bad, but in the end went good. I am that boy. The story begins... Well,
4: so long, Mr. Riley. I gotta go. Wait a minute, fellas. No, no,
2: wait. Don't go. Hey, hey, Joe, another round of sodas for the boys. No,
3: thanks, Mr. Riley. I've had five sodas already.
4: I had six.
2: Have seven. A round number. Well, kids, as I grew up, I was absolutely no good. Always loafing around the streets. I was a real tramp. Hanging around pool rooms. Shooting dice. Playing horses and women. Well... By that time, I was eight years old. Oh, uh, 16 more sodas, Joe. And then... Peg, you should have been there. It worked like a charm. I got those kids reformed 100%. That's fine, dear. Yeah, I made up this phony story about my life, see? And I, I explained how I wanted to keep them off the streets, and they was with me to the last little man. And it was love that done it.
3: Love and ice cream sodas. Eight dollars worth.
2: God, it was worth every penny. I'll show you. Uh, look out in the street. Not a kid in sight.
3: What? Well, that's right. And
2: it's only 5 30.
3: Well, that's very strange. Usually they're all out playing at this time. Maybe you did convince him about more studying. Well, that's what I've been
2: telling you, Peg. Hey there, right. Hey, look, that's Dr. Martin. Come here, Doc. He's the chairman of the Betterment League. He tried to shut me up at the meeting. Now, you take it easy. Yeah. Good
1: evening, Mr. Yeah, uh,
2: You're just the guy I want to see, Doc. You're the one who said there's nothing I could do about juvenile delinquency around here. Well, take a good look around you. Not a kid on the street. They're all home. And I'm the one who's responsible. You can't deny that.
5: No, I can't.
2: Yes, sir. I've done it. And you know how i done it?
5: I certainly do. I've just treated 16 boys in this neighborhood for acute gastritis. Uh, Ice cream soda poisoning. And their parents insist that you pay the bill for my services.
6: Here, $48.
2: (laughs) What a revolting development this
4: is.
1: (laughs) The Rileys will be back in just a moment. Thousands of letters praise new Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. From Detroit, Michigan, Miss Eleanor P. Koss writes,
3: The other night I tried Prell for the first time. I could hardly believe how soft, silky, and easy to do it left my hair. And even my boyfriend remarks about the dainty scent of my Prell-washed hair.
1: Yes, everyone talks about Prell because Prell leaves hair excitingly radiant, removes unsightly dandruff quickly, You'll sing about...
4: T-R-E-L-L Pral Shampoo Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright Not a bit of dandruff is in sight Comes in a tube, handy too T-R-E-L-L Shampoo
2: Well, I'll see you later, Peg. I, uh... Wait a minute. Where are you going? Well, there's another meeting of the Betterment League tonight.
3: And you're going? Well,
2: sure. I got lots of ideas how to improve Don't this. go. Uh,
3: There's a good movie at the Bijou.
2: But, Peg, last week you said I should go to the... Oh. Oh, I see. You, you, you ain't got no confidence in me. You're afraid I'll make trouble again. You, you don't think I'm any good.
3: Oh, no, dear. It, it isn't that. It's just that... well... Uh, Those men there really don't understand you. You see, uh, you're so
2: much smarter than they are. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Dumplin, you're so right. (laughs) What's playing at the movies tonight?
4: Uh
1: And Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Schiff and Alan Lipscott. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Music by Lou Koslow. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. Junior is Tommy Cook. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. <laughs>
6: Listen, everybody. No matter what your job, housewife, mechanic, office worker, salesman, you need lava soap to get dirty hands sparkling clean in 30 to 50 seconds. 50,000 tiny scrubbers in every inch of lava's snowy lather remove the deep, ground-in dirt from skin crevices around fingernails. Get the grime and grease ordinary wash-ups miss. And lava is wonderful for cleaning children's grubby, grimy knees and elbows. Amazingly gentle, too. And say. Here's a sensational offer. Lava will send you 12 large-size gladiolus bulbs, guaranteed to bloom this year or your money back. All you do is this. Simply mail 25 cents in coin and one Lava Soap box front with your name and address to Lava Soap, Cincinnati 1, Ohio. Still easier, your dealer has convenient order blanks. This offer, good everywhere in the United States except Montana, is made for a limited time only. So hurry, send now. The address, Lava Soap, Cincinnati 1, Ohio.
1: And this is Ken Niles reminding you that for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P R E L L, Prell Shampoo. And listen again next week when Prell brings you The Life of Riley. And now, stay tuned for Truth or Consequences. Good night.
6: This is NBC, the national broadcasting
0: company. is Hindi cinema's biggest blockbuster. So, marketer will entertainment when Karan Johar, Aishman Khurana and Manish Paul will host the film fair. The film fair will Honge, Ranbir Kapoor, Kareena Kapoor Khan, Karthik Aryan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor and Sara Ali Khan's electrifying performances. So, be ready for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday 18 February 9 PM. Only on ZT.